Hello, welcome in. Get out of the cold. Um, remember, shoes off at the front door. Get some snacks and come take a seat um, and join us here in the music shack with both Ray and Jack, um, where we talk about all things to hopefully do with your favourite artists. I'm Ray and I have a lot of passion for music personally. I'm a really big Swifty. I'm a really big Daisy. I love Maisie Peters. I love Gracie Abrams, uh, Bear, a lot, um, Easy Life. I'm wearing my Easy Life shirt today. It's pretty iconic. If you're um, not watching the video, you should definitely check out the Easy Life shirt I'm wearing. Um, anyway, I just, I'm really passionate about music and I love talking about it. And Jack is one of my good friends. So we wanted to start this podcast so we could talk about everything we love because we talk about it anyway all the time so we might as well just record it for other people to enjoy but yeah jack do you want to introduce yourself that was ray um and i'm jack i'm a huge like swifty and just in terms of like artists like a huge grace abrams fan or one all the way um from like lizzie McAlpine, Maisie peters Maisie peters dan i wish i was a number one but i'm actually not because ray's in this call um but I'll take number two quite quite happily, um, from like Kate to Sabrina, um, to Beach Bunny, Baby Queen, Biba Doobie, um, literally all things sort of indie and pop and just the women killing it, um, and doing bits. What they're creating in the industry is something so exciting, and I'm just glad that we get to watch. And um, we're hoping to use this space to talk to each other and um, talk to you guys, and hopefully, you guys will stick along for the ride. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. So. I feel like a lot of stuff has happened recently, um, especially with Taylor Swift. So we're going to start there because we're both really big Swifties. And yeah, I think the first thing we should talk about is about um, You're Losing Me, which was released in the Till the Dawn edition of Midnight, which Taylor released only um, at MetLife first. And Oh my god, Jack, I don't know if you saw the chaos on Twitter um, of getting that Google Drive link for the fandom, but yeah. it was incredibly funny. I um, You sent it to me, and by the time I actually got to check it out, it was gone. Um, but TikTok, <laughs> our, our TikTok Swifties saved us there, because that's where I listened to it. But I am like so beyond happy to say that I have got a CD, and it's on its oh way home. Oh my god, home. iconic. Yeah, and... I had my friend go get it um, and, and she was genuinely so confused and she didn't have a clue and she was like, oh, there's no CDs. I was like, please, you have to find it. And she found it. So I'm so, so glad and I can't wait. It's such a beautiful song. Oh my God. I I don't know. Okay. It was just so funny. Like, I know you weren't online, but it was so funny because there was this guy, Carl the Kangaroo, <laughs> who like <laughs> decided to troll everybody and say that they were... They had the link and they were like, they had the CD and they were downloading it. And it was like, okay, well, no, you don't. Um, <laughs> and like, I swear everyone was being trolled for like 20 minutes. And then we got an actual link from somebody else. And it was just an iconic moment. It was hilarious. But the song itself, um, personally, I love it. I think I listened this morning. There was some, I can't remember who and this sounds really bad i can't remember who who did this but it came up on my youtube recommended and it was like uh cornelia street you're losing me king of my heart yeah. and labyrinth um yeah. thing and oh my god it was so sad like 
I just feel awful about, like, I get it. I get, like, you know, when love falls apart, even how however many years it's been, like, it's sad. And even if it was, like, from what it sounded like in the song, it was like, oh, it was more like, oh, like, you know, we are, we've fallen out of love. We just have to admit it to each other now. Yeah. Um, and that sucks. And that, like, that's really sad and scary. I think the biggest thing like that I'm so com- like so passionate about and doing especially with this is like like and she said it countless times like she is human and I think when these type of things happen or these songs come out like everybody rips like into it trying fig- like tries to figure out their meaning and like that's just what we do but at the same time like there's the people that sometimes disconnect it from like being an actual person sometimes and it it just happens like it, it happens to everybody but it's like so beautifully captured the whole like side of it like it's it's not just a that doesn't always have to end in hate and a lot of relationships happen like that they, it just like all these things add up and then like you lose them like in a sense like you, each day goes by and you just sort of like drift away further and further and i think like the lyrics like encapsulate that so well and it's sad it is so sad <laughs> and just um it's quite it's quite painful how the catchiest lyric is genuinely so like some of the hardest to hear and that obviously being like i wouldn't marry me either a pathological people pleaser um who only wanted you to see her like it's like all she's asking for is like sometimes the smallest thing but when you're like that far gone and things are just so much harder than like they seem and i feel like it's sometimes the hardest way to go out of love and um i mean she's yeah i'd I love it, but it's, um, it's so sad. I kind of agree with you of like, oh, we, as especially as Swifties, we tend to like, as soon as a song comes out, we're going to analyze the lyrics. Yeah. Like, oh, how, what does this mean? And like, I think it's because Taylor's written about her life all the time. Yeah. Other than like folklore and Evermore, obviously. And um, it just makes you think like, oh my God, who is this about? Like, what is this about? Because you have those tendencies especially because like in the earlier parts of her career she was pretty open about like what her songs were about and who they were about so now it's like we feel like entitled to do that but i mean it's pretty obvious that the song is about joe so i don't feel like bad about like oh speculating so much about that um but i just i i think it's just it's a good song and i i feel like it's definitely a feeling that a lot of people, especially like near the end of a long-term relationship, can probably relate to. So I think it's an important song that Taylor has. And I I really like it's... I think it, it sucks that it came out in like just on a CD because I feel like it's the kind of thing that people would appreciate a lot if it was on streaming services like just the general public, which, yeah. yeah. I think it has to come out sometime, right? Like, Hits Different mm-hmm. is finally hit. Um, so just hopefully we get to see it or we're going to have to listen to it for that, that yeah. Google link and fall for many me me tricks. I Oh, my God. Did you, I <laughs> fell for so many. It was like, oh, I have a snippet. And it was like, me, e, e. I was like, oh, pain. <laughs> but um, also, I hate those. And like... I don't know. It's just so funny, but we love to troll each other in yeah. the fandom and it's incredible. Funniest thing was like, <laughs> this is sounds like so personal, but um, I was at a, my waxing appointment on Saturday and like 
the lady who does it like i go to her like every month so she knows me really well and she knows that i'm a big (laughs) swifty and so she asked me about she's like oh i heard there was like another version of midnights that came out and she was like asking me about like was there anything about joe on it and i was like (laughs) oh what the hell is happening why are you asking me this when it's like crazy that like the general public like cares so much about her now when they like never did and it like kind of pisses me off but it's just funny yeah no it's like a lot of um like i hear it in work a lot as well like i'm known as this what like everybody like every time someone new starts like oh this like you're gonna hear taylor swift and i was like i'm sorry that's just who i am but it's so funny to see like these people over time who have no interest in taylor and like especially over like midnights and then after lockdown and stuff like they, they they just seem more like involved now and it's always after like a breakup or something like it's always like yeah they, they care. yeah they care so much um and it's fun like i'll answer any questions i can but um it's just interesting because we see this like kind of repeat every single time but um this mm-hmm. one just hurts a wee bit more i think six six years is, is tough but it's a long time and like like for me personally like a lot of songs that are on lover and reputation like i relate with my own relationship so it's like oh if that's not real but like not that i'm being like oh my god my relationship is gonna fall apart because of taylor's like (laughs) that's that's stupid but it's still like sad to think like oh this person who i look up to who i thought had a really healthy love and like made me believe that i like me a hopeless romantic could also like have that and now like she's like losing that and that's like scary to think about because i think for both of us like we're we're not that old but we're old enough that like we've loved taylor since like i think i started like my first like full taylor album was like speak now yeah um and i was like 11 i guess Mm -hmm. um but when you're that young and you're listening to an artist like it really forms the way you think about everything and so when shit happens it kind of like sometimes like hits you a little bit harder but anyway um that's just how i feel about it i just remember seeing your um like i I don't know if i was on twitter at the time but it was like it was when everything was going down and you were just like oh my god how like what's gonna happen like i'm so scared i was like it's so understandable that yeah like you were saying like i've been speaking now um i always like to say fearless because fearless is like one of my favorite albums um and i just like try and claim it but i can't um but yeah like it's hard because you get this like you almost feel like not like connected in a sense but like the way the experience that she has like you link to your your own and so like so many ways and then like something like this happens and you just kind of you're like okay well mm-hmm. everything i believe in is is now destined to fail <laughs> but um yeah no it's also i need to call back you said evermore and folklore i don't know what's evermore i've never heard of the album in my life oh my god i hate you <laughs> it's right behind me i promise yeah like taylor's love life and stuff is i feel like we get like more invested in it because she lets us in on it and like yeah. she's very open about it and sometimes i'm like I wish we didn't know, but now and I think now I don't want to know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Especially. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not get into it today. Like Taylor can hide. I mean, she did it in Reputation era, yeah. or like you know before Reputation era, whatever. Yeah, all you those know suitcases. What I mean. 
yeah exactly but uh, um her in the cleaning cart anyway um <laughs> um but like i just think that like especially when she's dating another celebrity it's hard to like actually have those boundaries and like her career is such a big part of her life i mean like think about how much time she spends in the studio at her gigs you know planning everything and you know directing her music videos whatever all the stuff that she does is insane it must take her like most of her time so to not have your partner be able to like support you in that publicly is probably like impossible but then it comes with all these downsides which like sucks a lot too yeah and i feel like there's always this like media thing where it's like if they don't see something then like it's not happening like i think that's definitely what happened with like, the joe thing originally that's how it like mm-hmm. people started speculating and stuff and then i just see a lot of comparisons between like like joe being at the original like shows um compared to like matty now and it's like i just think it's like it's so hard that like you Who, don't really like, we never know what's going on so like you don't know and you don't you can't actually like people like say oh i know all this because like of this is this stuff that i see their behaviors and stuff and it's like it's like one paparazzi picture like yeah let them live their lives like i'm sure make if their a paparazzi music and unless does they would have so much worse pictures like <laughs> like how, how are you gonna survive could, your full life I without not, getting a bad paparazzi picture i could not look good in paparazzi pictures <laughs> <laughs> do you want to talk about the karma remix with ice spice yes um yeah so we heard about it a couple of weeks before it drops right and mm-hmm. i always made the, i made the joking work that it's gonna have it would like start and it would have our tagline it was like do it to him ryan like see how she has that like ice spice has that in all our songs mm-hmm. like the producer tagline so it'd be like do it to him ryan karma is like blah blah, blah. um and i was like yeah and then it finally actually happened and i, I was quite, i was actually quite upset it wasn't that but it is like i can't remember what it starts with <laughs> But I was like, I, you know what? I hyped it so much in my head that I was like, I actually kind of want to hear like, oh, do it to him, Ryan, like at the start of the song. But um, so it's funny. Karma is that girl. Like, so it's it, it's like I quite a, I don't know, it's an interesting one. And um, I, I don't know if you heard the interview um, that she done about it. And she just said yeah. that like, I, I Spice been a fan for a while and then her ma- like her manager was in touch and she was just set her karma and she was like, does this relate with you? And then it started like from there and i mean taylor's been quite yeah. vocal about her like support for ice spice like mm-hmm. and i mean like ice spice is on like the heiress tour playlist like before she gets on yeah. like a few songs before taylor goes on i mean like i think that people who are hating are just haters because i think that I mean, this is a huge opportunity for Ice Spice in general as an up-and-coming artist. I mean, she's already huge, Ice Spice, obviously. Yeah. Everybody knows Ice Spice. But, like, just to, like, be able to perform in stadiums with Taylor and, like, everything, it's a huge opportunity for her. And I, like, some people are hating, and I'm like, let the girl have her flowers because, like, this is amazing. Like, just seeing Taylor support new talent in the way that she does is like incredible to me and i i like the remix i I would listen to the like personally i like the original better like i don't yeah i'm gonna listen to that over the remix honestly but i love that taylor like makes an effort yeah to encourage and 
bring up these younger artists who are making incredible waves in the scene and like giving them the spotlight that she has given them with the music video and bringing Ice Spice on stage every night um, in at MetLife. Like, I think that's really cool. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, she. I mean, you can always count on her to kind of do that. Like, she has this, like, drive behind, behind her to, like, just show support and, like, help out these artists in so many ways or just, like... Like, I mean, she was just a fan of her music, right? And it's, like, I bet this yeah. is big... It's such a... Like, as much of a big opportunity for Taylor as it is, like, Ice Spice. Like, obviously, Ice Spice is, like... I'll be, like, smaller, but, like, relatively, like... She's had beyond, like, countless impressions and stuff over, like... she's She blew up Twitter, um, like, the whole of, like, um the last couple of months. Like, this is mm-hmm. also, like... It, it doesn't always have to be linked down to, like, in, like impressions or, like, numbers, like just let them do something fun and i feel like especially from what we yeah. hear from the lyrics and stuff like that's what they're they're that's what they're, they're doing just, they're just having fun and people like to read into everything and it's so annoying and um if we pull up this tweet um from ice spice after she posted yeah. after she played with taylor on um after she played with taylor like the first night when she went on after met life mm-hmm. um she said taylor and the swifties showed me so much love thank you and by the way big fat thank you to my real munchkins that want to see a bitch win i love you for life um I'm a munch. and mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I think it's so funny. um yeah but i just think that that was such a subtweet to like all the people who are hating on her for collabing with taylor like this is a big win for ice spice i mean it's a big win for taylor and people should be celebrating like two really powerful women in the industry coming together like that's a really big deal and people are like oh no like you know we don't want that yeah (laughs) and i'm like please calm down (laughs) you need to calm down honestly like it's never that serious and people who are like comparing it to the maddie stuff and i'm like yeah. You know, like, if Ice Spice... Like, this is a mutual deal between Taylor and Ice Spice. It's not like Taylor is forcing Ice Spice to do this. Um, if Ice Spice was, like, upset about that, like, she could be like, no, I don't want to be on this collab anymore. And then they wouldn't be able to release it. Like, that's just how it works. And this was probably done a while ago anyway. But I just think that people like to make a big deal out of everything. And it's a fun collab. And that's really how I feel about it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, you'd literally said it like thingy. Like people just love to hate, and it's. I mean, it's never gonna stop. Like, no. like you. Yeah, it's just whenever you see it constantly, like with like, and it's so annoying. But it's like female-led films, like artists that are killing it, that are like doing bits. It's just there's always something that people complain about. Like can you, I, it sometimes strips you back, and like can you not just be like, and can you not be happy, like enjoy it. Like why does it always have to come down to something else? um mm-hmm. but it's fun like yeah there is a, like a, a couple lines in it that are like like that, like people they're getting like kind of mocked on twitter and stuff like the like the facts line and like the ad lib yeah. and stuff but like it's fun like just have fun with it like i mean we've we, we've seen from the past like taylor's not f- afraid like like the whole like spelling is fun line like she doesn't <laughs> she doesn't care like she's just gonna do what she, she wants doesn't. to do like and um she's big enough that she doesn't need to care that's the thing like it's she's gonna do what she's gonna do and like this is such a small thing that like i'm like let the girls have fun yeah. let 
Let Taylor lift up an up-and-coming artist and let them have fun and stop trying to feel like everything is so serious. <laughs> Literally. And and it could be else it could also be said be like something else on the um Till Dawn edition. Um the mm-hmm. the this new artist called More Lana Del Rey. Oh my god. I just yeah, love that she's titled it that. Like it's so funny. Um with more Lana Del Rey, yeah. I know. <laughs> like it's so but I mean it's beautiful again. I, like, I, I, I liked it. I thought it was good. I think I liked the original a little bit better, but um, like I thought it was really good as well. Um, I don't know. I've mostly been listening to "You're Losing Me" and "Hits Different." Yeah, just because "Hits Different" finally, <laughs> finally being able to hear it and not having to go to like another platform is so fun. Um, mm-hmm. Still, probably one of the hard like "Hits Different" and uh, probably "You're You're Losing Me." Are, it's really mm-hmm. early days well for you you're losing me but they're genuinely one of my favorites on, on midnights and i think that's the same for everybody like from what we've heard um so hopefully you're losing me gets added to like platforms eventually at some point Mm-hmm. yeah okay so last taylor related topic before we move on to other artist stuff because we love taylor but we also love other artists and that's not what this podcast isn't just about taylor but it is about taylor in some sense so we will talk a lot about taylor so if you don't like that then i don't know i'm sorry just get Um, to like the other part that we don't talk about taylor (laughs) exactly um but this is the last taylor part um i wanted to talk a little bit about the heirs tour specifically um talk like talking about what we were talking about in um, with like Taylor bringing up Ice Spice, who's a newer artist, um, and like really successful, like her the openers that Taylor has for the Eras tour, um, absolutely incredible. <laughs> um, yeah. I love Gracie. I am so sad. So I'm going to the Eras tour on June 10th, and Girl in Red and Owen are opening for Taylor on that day, which I'm excited yeah. about. I don't listen to either of their music very much, but I'm still excited about it because. It, it'll be fun um but i I am sad that i'm not seeing gracie open for taylor but like just seeing the way gracie has like grown so much just from people hearing her like properly at the heiress tour is like incredible um i love it and i love that taylor like made an effort and like same i wish i was seeing muna i love muna i never mentioned at the start but i do love muna and i love their music um also wish i was seeing them open but I just love how Taylor like took all of these up and coming artists and like newer artists and like she's really like bringing a huge spotlight to them and that's so exciting. Yeah, I mean you're going right. You get to go and and, and just enjoy it in person and like it's gonna mm-hmm. be so fun. Like I know we had the original plan of trying to get New York dates, that's coming gone. Yeah. Um, but that would have been so much fun. But. <laughs> it would have been but international dates need to happen soon because taylor hates the internationals but i i do think that this international tour will be huge and i will do anything to make sure you get tickets for like as many days as you can oh i'm like i am i am (laughs) taking all my savings (laughs) we're being reasonable and not taking too many seats off other 50s but it's been a long time coming um god i am dropping oh, yeah. these taylor lyrics like it's references. nothing else oh my god um, but is that I, a like... taylor swift reference oh my god oh my is god. it oh, wait taylor swift <laughs> is that um who's that <laughs> i'm um. just excited to see who's um who are international um 
like openers are um yeah i feel like Maisie might be one. Oh my god there was some hate on twitter about that like Maisie, but people are gonna hate yeah i like like please calm down like if you don't like an artist then just don't say anything and don't like decide to hate online like and then be shocked when people get mad at you for it like that's weird anyway um, let's, um it's another tangent for another, for another let, let's move let's move on from that um okay i'm gonna say this choose three artists that you want to open for taylor on the international oh. dates well that's tough i think like i mean i think it always goes down to like Maisie. I think Maisie's yes. like so beyond talented and like it's just bound to happen like there's been interactions and like she's literally like the child of Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift um <laughs> yes with like all the talent and everything like excelling um and I don't know it's hard because when you think of other artists it's there is people that are like always like in the talks of doing it um I mean Sabrina's always been one but like it depends if things line up with with her but she mm-hmm. like every show from sabrina is such a like it just is such a good time um so i mean i'd i'd do that um and as much as i want to say like gracie or um like lizzie or um like Thebe, like it's just you, like my go-to is like biba doobie like i know she's already done it but i think the talent that that human possesses is crazy and i think just like mm-hmm. it's so sad that like the u.s got um who they did because they're all like so amazing openers and i'm i just hope that we can um even I though it won't do too but like I, that would probably be my my dream probably for you right i now. don't doubt that taylor will reuse openers i think that there are some openers that might come with her on international days as well um, but I think if anything, she'll try to get people local to those areas. Yeah. Um, so I'm like trying to think about UK artists or like European artists that I would love to see open for Taylor. Um, yeah, obviously Maisie, I think maybe probably like Griff. I would love Griff mm-hmm. open for Taylor. Um, who else? I don't know who else I would want to see open for Taylor. I'm like probably forgetting someone really. Op- She's probably gonna have the 1975. Let's be honest. Who else? I think Sabrina might do it. I think if it lines up with, I don't know when is her emails. I can't send to her in, in the UK. It's um, I'm gonna be unprofessional here and check my phone. Um, I've got tickets, <laughs> so I'm going, but I just oh can't God, remember. I know I'm so excited. It's so it's in June, but oh okay. But so like, like, have we got enough time for like? another album or like work to be done because don't, we don't know when taylor's coming yeah because i can see a american artist combining their you know european headline tour with taylor's yeah. tour because taylor's tour will only be on the weekend so on the weekdays they can do their own headline tour um pretty easily and then it means like a lot of their travel and visas are like paid for by taylor's team which is like really great for small artists yeah. to have that like Maisie did that. Maisie's doing that with her America tour for the Good Witch tour. And then Maisie's also doing it for, also did it for um, Australia. She combined her headline shows in Australia with Ed Sheeran's tour. Yeah. Um, so, like, it's a huge opportunity 
for artists to like go to far places where they have fans when they open for bigger artists and then also do headline shows for them that's probably it for our heiress tour content i will talk a lot about the heiress tour after i come back from the heiress tour on yeah, june 10th sure you're fit. um i will bring like an album of photos and we can talk through each yes. one of them oh my god yes. so that will be fun <laughs> that will be fun but that will be for another time so look forward to that and um yeah and okay so do you want to start for additional other artists talk other than taylor let's start to talk about olivia rodrigo okay so she if we can pull up the picture um she posted this picture which in the background has a calendar that has a heart around june 30th and then there's also the driver's license thing the merch yeah um that had the expiry date is oh, june yeah. 30th so what do you think is going to happen on june 30th well it's just like we have to get something right so it, it'll i think the most like reasonable thing is going to be like a single right or is it i think it'll be a single it's either a single or an announcement but i think it might be the first single um because it's a Friday and it kind of makes the most sense. And she might announce it like a week before or something. Um, but this is just like tidbits. But I doubt it'll be an entire... I, I see people on Twitter saying, oh my god, it's going to be an entire album. And no. I'm like, she's not going to do that. Like yeah. she... It's her second album. She's a huge artist, granted. But yeah. she can't really do the surprise drop and like have it be nearly as successful as like, you know, doing the typical two singles and then album because it just it just hurts the release right like you're not gonna have you could have a chart topping album that's gonna have like a bunch of songs in the sing like a single like songs in the charts but they're not gonna stay there as long and i feel like coming off the success of like or one like i think it needs hype like you can't just drop it yeah like you want to build those like obviously the core fans up but then you have to build like the people that you know are maybe only there like for like driver's license and stuff but you need to get them hooked back in again and i mean she has like Mm -hmm. she has the followers to like surprise drop something and like um the fans would love it and that would be awesome but Uh uh, for uh, you know what some building some hype is sometimes better and i think for like the general public she she does need to do singles because like i think that people look at taylor and they go oh well she can surprise drop albums or she can announce midnights and then never release a single until the release date and it's like yeah taylor can do that because she's fucking taylor swift like obviously she can do that um but it's i olivia rodrigo is a huge artist i'm not like discrediting her for that that she like needs promo but she is like a smaller artist than taylor and like it's tough to pull off surprise releases and like them actually be successful beyond your core fan base without any promo so i do think that she might do a surprise single release potentially but i doubt she would do a surprise album release yeah i feel like this album's going to be a lot different and sometimes that can like maybe it's not the best idea to surprise something that's so different as well so like surprise drop a single that sounds a lot like more like the album will and then you'll mm-hmm. you can always gain new new people that way as well i, I think we're going to see something so different from olivia um and i hope we do i mean olivia rodrigo is so i'm talented. excited yeah i'm really excited it, i just i just want to see what comes next and i 
I can't believe I finally got something like two two years of um, OR1 is the I other know. day like other week so um, that's crazy it's going so I mean, fast I feel like people on Twitter were acting like oh my god it's been two years and Olivia hasn't haven't hasn't released anything and I'm like you know like Taylor used to wait two years between album releases yeah. too like it's pretty normal to do that I think that like people think because Taylor Swift now is releasing like four albums <laughs> They just, in every year, yeah. they just think, oh my God, this is the normal. And I'm like, no, it's not. And like other artists even are releasing a lot. Like Maisie has like droplets in between her albums um, or sh like she has. And then like, you know, like Sabrina just released like the emails I can't send forward. Like, yeah. like artists do a lot of stuff like that. But then there's artists like Lord who go like forever without releasing anything. And fans wait, fans will wait. Yeah. And it's just like, I'd rather wait and get better music than like feel like artists are rushed into some release schedule by a label. Yeah. Honestly, I don't mind that. <laughs> I think it's just more exciting. The longer you wait, it just builds up hype and uh yeah, I mean, we've been, yeah. it's been so long, so just really excited to see um, what, and we'll we'll get that. Like, we'll probably have more to to discuss, probably closer to the time. Hopefully, if there's more, yeah. Um, but it is exciting. Like, so our goal on the podcast, like, hopefully, when there's new music from artists that we like, we will talk about it. Um, and we might do some reaction videos. Reaction videos won't be posted like with the podcast. They'll be like on our discord probably like full versions and then maybe on youtube as well yeah. we're kind of deciding about that still so stay tuned follow but we will hope yeah join the discord so don't follow this yeah i've been so um, out of it for so long <laughs> we totally like haven't mentioned our socials at all oh, yeah. but i know we were going to do it at the end but our twitter is just at music shack like very easy so if you go to our twitter you can follow us there. We have all of our updates. Our Discord is linked on our Twitter. Our Discord is also going to be linked in the description of this video and podcast. So you can join through that. It's a very fun place. Join, make friends, and you'll get notifications about lots of stuff. We're going to do so much exclusive stuff in the Discord. So join. It's completely free to join. So do it. Um, and I'll make another. Um, but yeah. That's all I have to say about that. That was like a random little plug in the middle of the podcast. So like, sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think that's good for like OR2. Yeah. Let's talk about The Good Witch. So there's so many new albums coming out, I feel like. Like, it just feels like, like between like Good Riddance Deluxe, um, OR2, The Good Witch, um, Niall's new album. Yeah um the barbie soundtrack like there's so much stuff happening and i love new music and i'm so excited but as like the resident maybe peter stan in this podcast we have to talk about the good witch i i i have to talk about it yeah go say um, it all i'm here for it <laughs> okay so Maisie just released two weeks ago which i know jack has things to say about two weeks ago because i for me personally oh my god that song destroyed me um yeah. Maisie peters how dare you do that to me <laughs> honestly it was awful but like i think it was an interesting choice for a single to be like a ballad honestly especially about like how successful lost the breakup was um as like you know a very upbeat song but it's like an album promo single so and i love the song so i don't care i'm not complaining um <laughs> i'm just saying things um <laughs> 
but I am so excited for The Good Witch. So The Good Witch is going to be out on June 23rd. It's got 15 tracks. It's really exciting. It's Maisie's second album. I am really excited. Jack is going to an acoustic show at a record shop in the UK, right? Yeah, so it's in um, Edinburgh, right? Edinburgh, yeah. Glasgow, can't remember. Um, That'll be fun. It will be I'm fun. I'm so jealous of you. I need to talk about this on the podcast about like how literally insane I am. I bought my boyfriend a ticket because he lives in the UK. I bought my boyfriend a ticket for Maisie's Acoustic Record Shop show. And then I said, go to this and FaceTime me the whole time. And he was like, sure. Because um, he's great. But I'm like literally insane. <laughs> Maisie is going to be like looking out, like just playing her guitar. She's going to be like, she's- oh my God, is that is that... Who is that? <laughs> like, it's normal like, a concert, but like, why, why is someone is... screaming through their phone <laughs> at an acoustic set? You're just singing all the you lyrics. You know what? You know what? I don't. I have no shame because I cannot be there. Like, I wish I could be there, but I cannot be there. So, you know what? Whatever. It doesn't matter. I um, I'm doing it this way, and I don't care because I have never been to an acoustic show, and it's like my dream to do that. So. I am making it work. There is a lot more happening. Thumbs up emoji. Like, it's more of a a common thing now. Like, I think, well, like, an artist over yeah. here, like, Lewis Capaldi, obviously, he's, he's huge. But, um, mm-hmm. like, their main, like, selling point after albums has been, like, these acoustic shows. Um, and he's launched, yeah, he's done, like, like, six or something. And it, they're yeah. such a nice thing, because it's, like, 30 minutes. It's, like, like, 300 capacity it- venues. And it's just, like, nice and chilling, like it's chill and it's easy like and it's really great for fans and i don't like i personally um i personally think that like it's really great and it just sucks because obviously like for me in canada they don't happen they don't do that here like on the you signed up for this tour Maisie did so many signings but only in american record shops i don't know why they don't do it in canada really um so it just sucks. Like you miss out on all of that. Hashtag and Canada's over party. They do not rate Maisie Peters. <laughs> just... Um but it just sucks. Like I've I wanted to go to a signing for you signed up for this so badly, but like I was in uni, I couldn't travel for any shows and like obviously I was in Canada, so I can't I there wasn't any opportunity for me to go to a signing, but I got to go to the tour, so I'm luckier than like places that didn't get you signed up for this tour like the uk and europe so i should stop complaining but um regardless i'm really excited for the good which i think you should all listen to it and this sounds like an ad but i love Maisie peters so whatever <laughs> two weeks ago was um i don't know i there's like so many lyrics that i relate to and it's like it's even just like small ones that it's like i was here so fast i was scared so bad like I think it's mm-hmm. like I am someone who falls so quickly for like the smallest thing and I think it's like there is that fear of going into something and and like falling so much that you're like okay well if this doesn't work it will literally destroy me but I don't know I think it's so like interesting for her to do something like this like to release this like coming up to the album like we've had so many I think it's so funny because a lot of like the tweets that were after it were like how is it jumping straight from this to like what was it um was it lost, lost the, breakup. the breakup yeah so it's like <laughs> which is like it's the polar such opposite. a happy song yeah. yeah i think it's like 
it, it's fun and i think it shows like the duality that the album is gonna have like um nazy said what did she say oh my god how can i not remember what she said but she was like oh the oh there's a like this is one of the trauma trio on the album oh, and no. i'm like oh my god the tr- the trauma trio, <laughs> the trio? Jesus. what is oh enough? my god <laughs> we're gonna die <laughs> but um oh my god yeah i'm just quite excited for the album and we will talk through like probably the week after the good witch comes out we'll do an episode and we'll like review each song i think that'll be fun and we should do that for like or2 and like everything yeah all the albums that come out this year or like as we're doing the podcast we should definitely we're definitely gonna do that so stay tuned for that so fun yeah i think that's it for the good witch i me and jack went we went to Maisie's uk tour together i was in i happened to be in london at the time when she was playing in london so i went jack came down from all the way from Edinburgh, which is wild to yeah. come see Maisie with me. Um, it was so fun. It was fun. Um, yeah, I, wa- I want to, like, okay, because, like, I go to gigs a lot by myself, and I know you do too, yeah. but it's, like, so fun to go with friends and, like, queue with friends, and I-, I just had the time of my life. You were saying how, like, you go to a lot of gigs yourself, and I, like, literally do, like, every gig I go to is, is by <laughs> myself. And it it was i think that's what i said to you when we were in the line it's like even like waiting in the line is something that i would i'd happily do like 100 times over because like it just makes things so much better like we were in that line from what like nine o'clock until like it opened that wasn't even the earliest people were there but um like it's it makes things go so much faster and just getting to enjoy concerts Mm -hmm. with friends is like such a different energy and um it's been so So, long since i've been able to do that so it was just like it was an instant yes like when we thought of the plans and we could actually make it line up like it was it was so it was so great i i'm so happy that i did that like part of me wishes that i like saved my uk trip for june and like you know had the good witch release there but i am i don't doubt like my trip there at all it was so much fun you're going to glasgow um yeah i'm going in toronto so that'll be fun too um so concerts in general i have been to a lot of concerts this year and i have thoughts about a lot of them i feel like all concerts have like such different vibes and like so this year i have been to uh see i'm not gonna remember because i didn't write this down like i'm stupid um but okay so i've been to gracie abrams which was so much fun um I didn't queue long for that or anything, but I still had a lot of fun. I think the audience there was different than like some other shows I go, go have gone to, like just a little bit younger, which is fine. Like I'm not saying that like that's a problem. Like we love young people; yeah. they're iconic. Um, but just like makes the vibe slightly different. Funny story about Gracie Abrams. So it was at History, which is a venue in Toronto. Um, and it's like, I had a GA ticket and there's this like huge, big floor part. And then there's like a small bout, like raised bit at the back. Um, and so by the time I got in, I am five foot for reference. Um, so by the time I got in, like there were so many people on the floor bit and I was like, I'm not going to be able to see shit if I stand there. So I stood at the raised bit at the back and I was against the railing. Like I was at the first row of the raised bit. So I had a great view. There was this girl next to me and 
like during the opener she was like leaning against the railing on her jacket like using her jacket as a pillow and then I was like okay fine like it's the opener maybe like I still think that's quite rude to do during an opener but whatever yeah um and then Gracie comes on and I'm like literally screaming lyrics because I love Gracie and I'm gonna like be insane about it and have the time of my life because I don't give a shit and she was like she kept looking at me and then she was listening to the music and she was still leaning against the railing against and she looked she looked like she fell asleep and then like halfway through the show she just got up and left and I was like what the hell just happened yeah um I was like did she fall asleep during the show because that's what it seemed like or was she just like really annoyed that I was screaming all the lyrics? Because okay, I feel like there's a lot of discourse, especially with Eric's tour stuff, about like, you know, screaming lyrics at concerts and like going crazy. And I'm like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, are you upset about people doing that, or you think you should do that more? I think like it's hard. There was someone that done it at the Maisie in London, and I, it was like, mm-hmm. I think it was to the point where you like, it was hard, like not hard to hear Maisie, but like you're it's like that's overpowering but like at the same time it's like people have paid this money to like like see their artist and like so these lyrics mean so much (laughs) to these people yeah like and like i do it as well but like it's hard see when you're like in the zone and you're trying to listen and like these things are like constantly like taking you out of that like zone it's hard but at the same time it's like i do the exact same thing and i know i'm going to be an absolute menace when it comes to Taylor. Yeah. So like yeah. I can't say anything other than I'm just sorry for ever studying or sitting next to me. Mm-hmm. But I mean you weren't in the wrong in that situation. Um Yeah. I, I think like when when you think about like people like screaming lyrics or whatever, like obviously don't be like disrespectful, but like you're there to have the time of your life. Like yeah. scream the lyrics if you want and like don't complain about it. Like if i get it if you want to listen to the music without anyone screaming then just like go watch a concert video at home like (laughs) come on please like that's just like normal for concerts and i i i get like when it can be kind of annoying when they're like so loud and they're standing right next to you um and it's like you're ruining like my experience i can't hear the artist but like i think that's more of an issue when you're standing near the front of a gig because the speakers um are so close to you that like sometimes that sound like just gets blocked off or like that's how your ears work yeah. um but like the speakers are supposed to project for the back of the room so i was standing at the very back we could hear everything perfectly and i don't think my voice was louder than that people paid a lot for the tickets like yeah. let them have the time of their lives and if you don't like that then screw you like don't make other people feel bad by like looking at them or whatever like i went to to see samia and i'm like not really a like i'm a fan of samia but like not like a huge fan of samia but tommy lafroy who i'm a huge fan of were opening for her um and i was like screaming every lyric to there and i was like near the front um and i was screaming every lyric to their opening set and obviously because it's an opening set like some people just don't most people don't know the lyrics right they don't know and there's this girl next to me who was like oh my god you go girl when i was like dancing and screaming (laughs) and i was like that's what i need in my life like please do more of that and it means so much to the artist as well like the many support artists Mm -hmm. that go up there and like i think they always have that kind of like idea in the head that okay like i have to go out here and just like no matter what like just try and rile up the crowd so like the fact that like there's people 
that it doesn't always happen but there's people that like know the lyrics and like are singing along it like fuels them up so much and it just makes like the experience better for them as well so like if you know an artist that maybe other people don't and you're like singing out and and like people are looking at you weird it's so hard to do but just like go for it like enjoy your time like and you've spent the money like you're having the best time in your life like these words mean so much to you these lyrics mean so much to you like just scream like and yeah i mean it's not only you mm-hmm. like it helps like it helps out the artist as well and if people want to judge them like feel what's the appreciated point? yeah like even when you go to any show like if i hate when people talk during openers oh yes. my god like stop talking mm-hmm. like i get it like maybe you don't know the lyrics maybe you want to talk to your friend with this music in the background but like especially at small venues like they notice that like maybe in stadiums it's like okay but like at small venues like it's so obvious when people are talking and like yeah they notice that a lot and so like it's just upsetting like when i saw Maisie in november um madeline the person was opening for her Mm -hmm. um and there was these people in the back of the room who were talking and they were talking about the back i was in the very front row and i could hear them so she could hear them on the stage for sure and she kept looking at them and i was like i just felt so bad it's like everyone else is like paying attention but just because you're at the back doesn't mean that they can't see you and you're talking yeah it just like it sucks it's just rude. it sucks so much like yeah so I, rude. i had an experience with that so uh, when i went to see beach bunny that was last year and um mm-hmm. there was this like um like i'd never heard of them before but it was like such an amazing like i just sometimes i go to concerts and don't listen to the sport i do mean to but i just don't um yeah. but it was um this norwegian singer um named like um steve jacobson i believe um mm-hmm. and like they were like they're she was like such a beautiful singer like i actually seen her last week again um and i've become such a fan but like obviously it was a completely different vibe from like what beach bunny was but like sometimes that's nice um but the whole time sitting next to me standing next to me were two people and they would not stop talking and it was like because it was quite quiet and it was just singing it was like taking you out of the moment um but she done like a meeting like at the merch stand and I, I like i was speaking to her and i was like i'm so sorry like i like obviously i can't speak for what these people were speaking about but I, and i also like mm-hmm. it's such a small thing but like i'm sorry that they just didn't like listen like it's not like yeah you might not like the music just but they're there they're literally like trying to like give you a performance and like you're just being so rude and she was like i like it's okay like i like i'm just grateful that like people like that like listen to me um and we're like that we're like excited to like hear my mm-hmm. music and stuff so it was so sweet but it's horrible like it's it's sad but it's like people are just so rude and yeah it happened yeah. at a bunch of concerts and it's just like what's the point like or people that are only there for one song and talk the entire way through and then like disrespect other songs that happened at um Louis capaldi for ray oh my God. um for an artist that's like finally broken out of a record label and had like a mm-hmm. really big song on tiktok like escapism or something um mm-hmm. and the whole time they were talking and like dissing her songs and then they were like just play escapism play escapism and then obviously oh she did God. but like it's just i feel <sighs> like it's so i feel like tiktok has done that you know like yeah. i i see the same stuff with gail opening for taylor and yeah. i'm like i i don't 
know like personally don't know much about gail's music but i just see people like tweeting like tweeting about how oh like just you know whatever we are only here for a b c d e f u or whatever and i'm like i i just like this is an artist trying to grow and like you shouldn't let one song because it was big on tiktok tamper that and i think like with the era of tiktok like record labels are obviously pushing promo on tiktok because it's like so successful but it also like hurts the artist in ways like that and it sucks i just like wish i don't know i wish it was different i wish people had more respect and they just like yeah like listen to an artist before you go on tour like something else that happened was at grace at gracie's same like the, there were three girls a group of friends behind me and like gracie started playing um minor which is like you know obviously from her very first ep yeah oh and then she also played friend and they were like oh my god i've never heard this song before um and then they were like talking during the whole song because they'd never heard it before and i'm like I have been a fan of Gracie yeah. since she released this album. So I am pissed that you're standing behind me and talking because Gracie had never been to Toronto before that. Yeah. And I had waited my whole, like, so long. I had tickets to so many of her tours that got canceled. I had waited so long just to hear that those EP songs yeah. that she was playing. And now you're standing behind me, you're talking because you just became a fan of her during Good Riddance or because she's opening for Taylor. Like, I am here to listen to that music. Yeah. You came here for the for like the three songs that you know and then you're ruining it for everyone else like not it's not just your show it's everyone else's show so it's okay if you go to an artist and you don't know all the songs on the set list i don't care like that's fine yeah like when we went to tommy lafroy um samia like i hadn't heard all the songs on her set list but i sat there and listened because i didn't talk because i knew other people wanted to hear that music and came here for that music but and just because I didn't know the lyrics, like, I just think it's fucked up to ruin it for everyone else by talking because you don't know a song. <laughs> but like, yeah, like, and what's to say, like, I, I don't think there's been a concert where I've not came out and been like, oh, I, like, I love that. Like, even if I've not heard of them before, like, you, yeah. like, give them a chance because you genuinely will, like, listen to them. And yeah, like, I, honestly, but then if you don't know a song, then it's, why talk over it? Just listen to the song. You might like Just it. listen. <laughs> oh, like, know. I'm not blaming anybody for coming to a concert and maybe not knowing one or two songs on the set yeah. list. That's fine. I don't like there's no pressure for that because you don't need to know every single song to go to a concert. But don't be disrespectful about it. Like, that's literally it. <laughs> no, and that's like this. I feel like that's just to, like like all you can ask for and it's not even that you're not even asking for a lot when you ask that like just show respect yeah. like it's a human just uh, just show some decency i don't know it's hard yeah um anyway i feel like we were rambling about concerts for a while but um this is probably like the end of our first episode we talked about a lot of stuff so i hope you enjoyed it um jack do you have anything that you want to say to finish off the podcast any like you want to shout out your twitter or anything like that um yeah, I want to shout out my totally my own Twitter and not just promote the podcast one. Um, yeah, my my own Twitter <laughs> is at Music Shack. Um, yeah, I'm so, I'm totally. just excited to do this. So I, I mean, I just want to see. Um, I just want to connect with people, and I think that's that's so excited to do that. So just go check out the Discord and um, the Twitter, and then um, the YouTube and stuff. We'll have a bunch of stuff up there, and then maybe Spotify if we can get that sorted, and then move on to other things. Um, but yeah, I'm yeah. just excited. So go follow them. 
Um, and definitely go follow Ray. Um, hopefully she shouts her own yeah. out here. No, I won't. But um, yeah, follow us at Music Shack um, on Twitter. We're so fun. Um, join the Discord. It's linked in the podcast description, the video description. It's iconic. Join the Discord. You can come, like me and Jack are really active in the Discord, so come chat with us. Um, say if you have opinions about the podcast that'd be great also if you could rate the podcast that would be so fun it helps a lot um we would really appreciate it um and you know if you leave a good rating maybe we'll read it out on the next podcast you never know what could happen and if you have any comments comment if you're on youtube and let us know yeah maybe maybe we'll read out our favorite comments in the next podcast you never know what could happen you get a shout out from us we're so famous oh my god (laughs) (laughs) we're free oh my god a free shout out we're so famous um (laughs) anyway um yeah and there's lots of fun stuff that we're going to be doing in future episodes maybe i'll get my boyfriend to rank his favorite taylor songs and we can make fun of him um that'll be funny we'll be both me and Jack are going to a lot of concerts this year, so we'll rate our experiences at them. And if we have some awful experiences like we just talked about, we'll definitely talk about those too. Um, and then, you know, there's so much new music coming out. We're going to talk about how much we love it, how much we hate it, how much we, what we think about it. Um, and then everything else in the middle, we're always talking about it. So, and if there's any artists that you guys think that we would like yes. or music recommendations, we love that too so tweet at us put in our discord um yeah absolutely hope you guys have a great day and thank you for listening bye bye